video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Yo, welcome to the show. My name is Anthony. This is Progress Bar Radio. If you're in the chat, say hi. Let me know you're here. Or if you're listening live, hop in the chat. Register on Spreaker. Hop on, tune in. Doesn't matter. Say hi. Let me know you're here. The Uncharted multiplayer will have... Microtransactions, isn't that fun? I'm trying to figure out what Naughty Dog is trying to achieve by including microtransactions in a multiplayer that doesn't need microtransactions whatsoever. This is the definition of milking. I mean, they are literally trying to squeeze every dollar that they could get out of this game. Why why else would you include microtransactions in a game that absolutely does not need them? I just don't get it. I'm on Twitter. You can contact me at SirKibble2 or at ProgressBarShow. You can contact me by email, Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. Really excited about the Mario Maker update. That's coming next week. Love the idea of adding checkpoints. That's that's definitely a plus. Love the idea of, uh, I guess, the ability to hit a question mark block and a fire flower comes out if you already have a mushroom. Because one of my levels needed that, and I couldn't do it, so I had to literally restructure the level for that to happen. So I'm, I'm glad uh, they're putting that in there. We got songs from FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser and Ben Prunty. So stay tuned for those. And speaking of Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Aaron Greenberg came out and said that Tomb Raider can stand against. Fallout 4, meaning in sales. And that's paraphrasing. But basically said, yeah, Tomb Raider has a chance against Fallout 4. I'm like, okay. Can Tomb Raider go against Fallout 4? Uh, The only logic I can think of is what Aaron Greenberg said, which is basically... Alright, look. this This is how he broke it down. He said... Look, alright, we got Call of Duty coming out the week before, then it's Tomb Raider and Fallout 4, and then it's Star Wars Battlefront. Alright, so, if I had to choose a game to launch against, I'm going to pick my odds and go with the game that doesn't focus on weaponry. And I'm going to go with Fallout 4. My house is falling apart. 
So I'm going to go with Fallout 4. I'm like, okay. That's the only logical conclusion I could think of. That's the only thing I could think of. The only problem, there, well, that logic is a little bit flawed. I will say that. Because here's the thing. Fallout 4 is still smashed between Black Ops 3 and Star Wars Battlefront. And people want to buy those games. The problem isn't the release week. The problem is the release month. That's the problem. If Rise of the Tomb Raider released in October, at the beginning of the month, or perhaps even September, maybe even December, it would stand a better chance. But they decided, you know what, we're going to launch this game right in the middle of Black Ops 3 and Star Wars Battlefront because we needed to make sure it's going to sell something. And Fallout 4 was our best bet. Basically what they're saying is Halo 5 is most more important than Rise of the Tomb Raider. If Halo 5 launched on the same day as Fallout 4, smashed in between Black Ops 3 and Battlefront, would it do as well? Probably not. <clears throat> would it sell more than what I think Rise of the Tomb Raider would? Maybe. It's hard to say. That's three weeks of first-person shooters in a row. Granted, Fallout 4 is not natively a first-person shooter in the sense that we understand Halo and Call of Duty. That's a very first-person shooter exploration, adventure, action type of game, right? It's got all of that stuff. Black Ops 3, I mean, that's straight up just first-person shooter, competitive multiplayer, right? Same thing with Halo, same thing with Battlefront. So with those three, week after week after week, yeah, Halo 5 wouldn't do as well. But I'm not entirely sure Rise of the Tomb Raider is going to do that much better. If I had, if I had to take a bet, I think it was wise to put Rise of the Tomb Raider in that spot. So that Halo 5 could get the most money, which is why I think they put Rise of the Tomb Raider in the month of November for it to die, because that's pretty much what they made it do. But if you're going to put it somewhere, then yes, Fallout 4 would be the day I would release it on. Azora says, maybe put it up against Battlefront. Aaron's logic, which was exactly my logic, is... Those games are all shootery, actiony type of games. So you don't put it with those. You put it with a game that isn't, doesn't really fall in the same line as maybe Call of Duty or uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Which it does, but it doesn't, because he says per se. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. But why not just release it in December? Black Ops 3 isn't in December. Battlefront's not in December. Halo's already launched. What? Why not just release it in December? It's right in the holiday season. You know, people get paid every month, every two weeks. Why not release it in another month and give it a better chance? That's, that, 
I mean, are you really banking on Rise of the Tomb Raider doing that well in November? Usually the most crowded release month of the year. Because if you think about it, who's still gonna ha- who's gonna have enough money? People are gonna buy Black Ops Three. Between all of those games, Black Ops Three, I think, is probably gonna be the most sold still. Why? Because it's got mainstream appeal. Fallout Four is gonna sell like hotcakes, but it doesn't have mainstream appeal. I can think of a few friends that play Call of Duty. They probably know about Fallout but aren't really familiar with Fallout and won't buy it. Star Wars Battlefront, it's Star Wars, and it looks to be pretty decent. That's going to sell like hotcakes. What money is going to be left for Rise of the Tomb Raider? Because, okay, let's think about this. Let's just take it one week at a time. One week, Black Ops 3. You buy that. You know Fallout 4 is coming the next week. And you know Battlefront is coming out the week after. How do you determine what are you going to buy? Of course. Fallout 4. Star Wars Battlefront. I'm not suggesting no one's going to buy Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's not what I'm trying to say. But if we're looking at (laughs) what's popular, what people are going to want to spend their money on immediately, uh, yeah, Black Ops 3. Star Wars Battlefront, Fallout 4. What I would predict is that the people who want Rise of the Tomb Raider probably want Fallout 4 also. So those two games releasing on the same day works in Rise of the Tomb Raider's benefit, but pretty much they put it smashed in between two games right next to another game when they could have put it in December. But they're trying to make it their featured release. I just, I don't get it. Azura says, December could have been a better choice, but December purchases are generally Christmas gifts. Do you think people will be clamoring for a Tomb Raider for Christmas? I'm just going to speak for myself. I get paid, you know, every two weeks. I know I just bought Halo, so I'm done with any purchases for this month. Let's let's just say I had a bit of a more disposable income. I know Black Ops 3 is coming. Eh, not really going to get Black Ops 3. Interested in Fallout 4, though. Interested in Battlefront. Am I going to get Battlefront? Eh, probably not. But let's just pretend I'm part of the masses and I want Battlefront. All right, so I got Fallout 4 and I got Battlefront. That's already, you know, 130 bucks right there plus tax for buying retail, right? So I've already done that. Christmas is coming. If there's a time where you buy something, <clears throat> it's Christmas. It's December, right? I think it's very much possible, hey, I got these games last month, then either somebody could get me Tomb Raider for Christmas, or I just buy it myself. The idea that you buy a game as a Christmas gift is not a phenomenon, like that happens. So, if you want a game, you get the game. It doesn't matter what month it is. 
people tend to spend more in the holiday season, which is why we release the games in the holiday season. But if you want the game, doesn't matter if it's November or December. You got to make way for the game to sell more. And by putting it in the same month as three heavy hitting games, where Tomb Raider wasn't that heavy hitting compared to all three of those. Yes, I'm I'm throwing Battlefront in there as a heavy hitting game already because it will be. It just it just will be. We already know that. But we definitely know two of them for sure. So I don't I just don't see the problem with putting it in December because if you want the game, you're going to get the game. Elzero said, if I had the money that weekend for my part, I would buy Tomb Raider. There you go. Of course, it's all based on interest, and it's all based on how much money do you have. But if people had to spend their money somewhere, let's just say you had a disposable income budget each month. If people had to buy a game, it's going to be one of those other three. Tomb Raider will be in the mix, but I just feel like now... It's not going to sell as much. The only other thing Microsoft might be doing is they're releasing it in November so that way people know about it in December and people will still buy it in December. That's the only thing I can think of. It's logical. It could still work in Tomb Raider's favor, but that same thing also goes for Call of Duty, Fallout 4, and Battlefront. Here's the thing. If Battlefront turns out to be something that's not as good as people wanted it to be, then that means people's wallets are going to be more open to Tomb Raider. Okay, that's to Microsoft's advantage. Fallout 4, everybody's going to say positive things just because Fallout 4. Doesn't matter. It could be buggy mess. It's People are still going to buy it. It's whatever. Oh, it'll be patched. Fine. Black Ops 3, it's going to be solid. So if people still want Black Ops, they're going to play it. But some people are tired of it. So again, those people at least might have their wallets open for Tomb Raider. So there's a chance. I just, I think December just would have been better. When you talk about fresh releases, it's always more exciting to do it in a time where it's there's just no other competition. That's what I think. This is Dire on the Rocks. It's a Super Mario 64 remix by FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser. You can find it on ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
Dire on the Rocks. That's a Super Mario 64 remix, which you can find on ocremix.org. That is by FF Music DJ and Jeffrey Tosser. This is Lanius Battle. It's by Ben Prunty. You can find this on the FTL Advanced Edition soundtrack, which you can find on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
Miscellaneous Battle. That is by Ben Prunta. You can find that on the FTL Advanced Edition soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. Short show today. Just one of those days. Games industry sometimes doesn't give me much to work with, so short day. But I do appreciate you listening. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. You can follow me on Twitter at SirKibble2 or you can follow the show at Progress Bar Show. You can email me, Anthony, at ProgressBarRadio.com. As far as I understand, there will not be a show tomorrow. But if my mentor emails me back and says, Hey, uh, I don't have time to meet. Then there will be a show. Yeah. It's out of my hands. Sorry. But either way, if I talk to you tomorrow, fantastic. If not, I want you to have a great weekend. Relax. Have a good time. And I will talk to you next week. Later. Later.